This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, there's people just flat out lying. Well, I don't know if they're lying. They're like, I would say no. I don't know if you'd say no. I don't think you'd say no. I don't have a daughter. I have sons. I don't even know if Axel knows who Taylor Swift is. I'm like, eh, I'd have to get his picture with her. It's Taylor Swift. If you were in a situation where it's like, hey, Taylor Swift would like your suite. We'd like to put Taylor Swift in your suite. It's a good suite uh, for this game, for this AFC championship game. Yeah, they're going to pay you a ton of money. She's going to she's gonna write a check. Host of 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore brought this up yesterday. Go she's going to take care of your season tickets and then throw in all, all this swag from her tour and take a picture with your kid or your grandson. They'll buy you tickets somewhere else. In, in in the stadium, they'll take care of all of that. Uh, give me t- give me tickets to her concert, and I'm sure like they will. I'm not gonna have to leave the stadium. I'm sure they will find something for me. I don't know where. I don't know how. I don't know what it is. I'm sure they will find something. Where it's like, Mr. Carmen, I understand you have a suite here, but I'm not. Hey, I'm not a rich guy, so it's like I know like rich people don't care about other people in, in a way like that doesn't impress me. I don't care. You've you've told that to me apparently. I don't know that. Like when the when you sit down courtside, it's like ah, they're a bunch of millionaires, and I'm in awe of NBA basketball players. And it's like, well, the guys who have been down there and they make millions of dollars too. They don't really care about what an NBA player makes, so they might say we're on the same level, and that's why you have some of the bad interactions that you have yeah. with some of the uh, people in the stands and some of the some of the players down there. So is that maybe a case where it's like I don't care about? T- I just I. She's the biggest. No, but the star difference the is the difference is like. I mean, there's a difference between rich her and people, Detlef Shrimp getting into but it. But here's the you. thing: rich people can get almost whatever they want at any time. They can buy convenience. What they can't get is a meet and greet with Taylor Swift. Your your money might not might not be a factor there. So in this one case where it could be a factor, where she is now offering herself up potentially, like would you then give up your suite? And I know a lot of Browns fans say no, no way, only home playoff game ever. You have a chance to be a hero with your daughter, your grandchildren, your wife, your wife. I mean, there's guys, a, a woman stole Stanley cups to try to sell before Valentine's day. Imagine <laughs> yeah. that gift. Mike in Cleveland. Hello. Hey man, look, it, it depends on what side of the fence you are with this whole situation. Okay. If I'm, the, if I'm an owner, I'm not, I'm not forcing one of my loyal diehard fans out of their box. And Taylor Swift, because of the message that it was saying to the rest of my fans, I don't want to offend my fan base. You know what I'm saying? And the psychological game that it might play with Travis Kelsey. 
I'm using that as my advantage. You can't buy that. But I That's don't crazy. think – I got to tell you, Mike, though, I don't think – and I can barely hear you, but thank you very much for the call. I don't think it would it would come to that. I don't think it would be a situation where we'd be talking about he forced so-and-so out of his suite. He was a, he's a suite holder since 1999, and Ken, the owner of the Browns, forced him out for Taylor Swift. I don't think it would happen that way. I don't. I think it would be like, hey, do you want your daughter to get tickets to the next concert? You want your daughter to have a meet and greet? You do you want to meet and greet with Taylor Swift? She is a big pop star. You and your family, you're all bringing them in. Would hey, would you and the clients that you're bringing to this AFC Championship game? Would you like to sit in the suite and you can have all the food you want? We could be funny duddies about this. Or hey, guys, all get to meet Taylor Swift. So we always, Kenny, we always talk tough in these situations. Yeah. Yet every time, no matter where a championship being held, you always see the opposing rich fans courtside in certain areas in luxury suites. Think about Game 7 World Series right here in Cleveland. What happened? Chicago took over. Took over. Okay, I didn't, so, so, I didn't remember that, but yeah. So, obviously, we all talk tough until there's an offer on the table. Then we all change Every, our minds. Yeah, I mean, that was an ugly time. That was an awkward time because I'm going, yeah, I wouldn't want to do it, but also everybody has a price. And so, if somebody's willing to pay that price, and there, there, there is a difference between How does Spike Lee end up at every game? Every game, every big game yeah, he wants to be at. There's a difference between that and business decisions. And and there's plenty of people who will make business decisions. Now, I can go, well, you need to. But everybody gets to a point where there's a price of it. I'm not sure. Uh, Lima, there's a lot of stuff going on. We were watching, and I was watching back this game yesterday, and I had a couple other thoughts. I was watching the Chiefs and Bills game from yesterday again. And I had another observation about that that I'm going to bring up at 820 because I, I got to think about this and, and what what represents a good season. You heard Bomani Jones, who I like, and I think you like. I know that you've gone after him. On, you and him have had a back and forth on Twitter, actually, before. Bomani Jones ranked the quarterbacks in the AFC right now. Where did he have Deshaun Watson? Ninth. Now, I when you told me that, I balked at it because I thought, and this is going to be the first of many AFC rankings here, our right? First, our first quarterback tier. Yeah, our first quarterback tier gets brought out because, he, he, you know, there's – there's things that, yeah, I could I could try to force people to answer right now, but th- there will be times later on when we're thinking about it cognizantly. But you have a situation now where Bills fans left that stadium. They were in despair because Josh Allen is great. Are you going to be able to get over that guy? Because he has turned into the boogeyman of the NFL. And he's still young enough, Tone, where I don't know where Deshaun Watson's future is going to be. I don't, and that's part of the questioning that we're bringing here to everybody. Like I told you yesterday on the phone, there's probably some kid in high school right now who's going to end up being a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns at some point, and Mahomes might just turn him away in the postseason too. I don't know when this train is ever stopping for this guy. This is not a tremendous team around him. I cannot stress that enough. Kansas City, the Chiefs as they are, are not the. this is not the best team he's ever played with by far, and they're back in the AFC Championship game again for the sixth straight time. That's how much of a boogeyman this guy is. And Josh Allen has all the tools and all the physical talent to take this guy on, and he still can't get it done. And you can use that as an indictment on Josh Allen, but I look at it and go, that's how good Mahomes is. So do you already see, because when we stack up the quarterbacks, I got to take umbrage with putting Deshaun Watson below Tua. I know what I've seen. Yeah, he had Tua ahead. I, I think, and, and I think that if you gave... Deshaun Watson, I want to say if you gave Deshaun Watson, Jalen Waddell, and certainly Tyreek Hill, it would be a cert- it would be a better thing. But uh, Joe Flacco did certainly use uh, David Njoku and Amari Cooper to his advantage. Yeah, he they did. took off. He did, but that's also why I think that they made some changes on the offensive staff, and we'll see if that bears fruit. 
another quarterback that they keep bringing up. This is to me. This is Justin Herbert's last stand. You're either real or you're not. You're either a stat patter or you're not. Because I'm I'm on the verge. I don't know who they're going to hire over there. If it's Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh has made a lot of quarterbacks look a lot better than what they are. He's made a, he's done a really good job with that. If you can't get Justin Herbert to that elevated level, I am done. I am sick and tired of hearing about Justin Herbert and how he's God's yeah, gift think to the about position. It. Think about this. Is Jim Harbaugh coming from college to go coach Deshaun Watson, or is, or would he do it As for, of right now, probably so, Justin Herbert, and yes. I, and I think, unfortunately, just where we're at right now, even though he hasn't proven anything, anything at all, right, in the playoffs or anything like that, I think – if, if any coach had their druthers, they're going with Justin Herbert but over already, Deshaun Watson right now. We're already reaching the point, and you're probably right, because I do think that there's a fear of, of everything else that's around him and whether or not he's been affected by it. So I'm not denying that, but I've reached the point already in the post, in the offseason, where I see these other guys and I go, man, I can start to knock down dinner plates real quick on what these guys are. You know, the Trevor Lawrence stuff. We just anointed Trevor Lawrence to yep. where he's is. He, he got to the playoffs. When has he answered the bell? When has Justin Herbert really answered the bell? When have they done that? I told you, people blame, people go after Brock Purdy and the Brock Purdy in the media, and you agreed with this. People go after Brock Purdy in the media because of their frustration over Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert because they don't want to admit that they were wrong, maybe wrong about those guys, or they may be flirting that they were wrong with those guys. So all of a sudden, Brock Purdy, who's taken as a Mister Irrelevant, who's playing really well, they kind of go after him and take their frustrations out on him. I see the AFC, and I'm going, all right, Aaron Rodgers at his very best. When's Aaron Rodgers at his very best? He's coming off a serious injury. He's 39 years old. I don't know if his, I don't know if his head's in the right Man, place. I jotted Can down. I really put Aaron Rodgers ahead of him I right j- now? I, j- I, jotted, I, jotted, I jotted down okay. Watson and, and this entire list and where, where I think, like, you have Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lamar. We're yeah. not doing a power rankings or anything like that. Now C.J. Stroud just because – He's you haven't seen any bad with Stroud. I mean, it was it's been good all year. So I think a lot of people would probably have him ahead of Herbert and Lawrence. Tua Tua's had monstrous games. You're right. I like what you said. Where man, if you gave all these quarterbacks, especially Deshaun Watson, if you gave them those wide receivers, and maybe that system, maybe it would be a lot better. Or we'd expect it to be a lot better. I didn't even include Aaron Rodgers in this in this grouping. So I, I assumed that Bomani Jones had him had Aaron Rodgers ahead. If we're down to ninth in the AFC. Now, I think if he had Rodgers in there, that would slip Watson down to 10. He doesn't have Rodgers ahead of him? I, no, I don't know. I'm, oh. I'm saying he he was just kind of throwing throwing it out there and and going one by one. I don't think he even included Aaron Rodgers. Like if you were doing it, yes, it starts and finishes with Patrick Mahomes. And then, and then he, Burrow, and, Allen, Lamar in the next three. Yeah, Tua, again, and this is where I'm not – it sounds like you're making – it's, it's going to sound like I'm making excuses for Deshaun Watson. I'm not trying to do that. I know that he's got his back against the wall here to a lot of people, and this is going to be a real big year for putting up or shutting up and whether or not we're going to be feeling pretty good about the next few years or this is going to turn into Brown's prison. One of the two. But I've seen good talent out of the guy. You know, I I couldn't fight you over talent over Deshaun Watson. I did during the draft process years ago, but I couldn't after that. Lamar, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, C.J. Stroud, Yes, I might already put in there. Joe Burrow's in there, but we forget about him because Cincinnati finished the season without him for a few years or a few months, weeks, so it's out of out of sight, out of mind. And then I look at it and I go, I, I could take Deshaun Watson over Trevor Lawrence right now. Maybe you'll record this and laugh at me in a couple of years. Right now, I could take Deshaun Watson. I can give you an argument over Deshaun Watson over Trevor Lawrence. I could certainly do it. I just did over Justin Herbert and with Aaron Rodgers. I think in a lot of this, man, you know... It, 
I know he plays for the Cleveland Browns, and I know there's history with the Cleveland Browns, and I know he wasn't at his very best. But what I saw in the games this year, I did think was better. And I do think that that's the reason they made the changes is because they know that they're going to have to put him in a comfortable position to elevate himself to the level of some of these other quarterbacks. Guys, I don't know if he's ever going to get over Mahomes. Mahomes is like the undertaker coming down the ramp. I don't know if he's ever going to do that. I need to get him in a position where he can go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen or Lamar for that matter. And people will look at me and go, Ken, what happened in the second game against Baltimore? Guys, you're right. I'm not fighting you over that. Not fighting you whatsoever. That's not an argument against Deshaun Watson. But that's what I'm trying to look at and say, can I get that out of an entire 17-game season next year? Because I got, and I respect Bomani Jones. I've been a fan of his for a while. But I can't look at this and say ninth in the AFC. I think we're starting to gang up again. The Joe Flacco story was nice, and now that people know that he's probably gone, I think some of our media brethren are starting to gang up again. Where would you have him in the AFC? I want your answer when we come back, Tone. 216-474-0092. And also coming up, I don't think we're being ignored. I just think that's what comes with expectations for your Cleveland Cavaliers. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on The Fan. I'm already doing tears here. T-I-E-R-S, not the other type of tears. Sometimes the T-I-E-R-S will lead well, to T-E-A-R-S. Did weird, I spell it? The weird thing is I'm talking about Deshaun Watson. i got more people going after me for what I just said about Herbert than Deshaun Watson. I'm going to lose my mind here in just a second. Folks, you can follow the Cleveland Sports Scene chapter by chapter on the Odyssey app. Just click each of our local shows to see the topics we cover and click on the chapter you want to hear. Also, remember to follow 92.3 The Fan on the free Odyssey app and get any breaking news pushed right to your smartphone. Odyssey Station. Let me just get it off my chest about Justin Herbert here. I mean, it, it's a show that follows as many sports as it possibly can. Can I talk about a non-Browns thing for just a second? Are you, I, Maybe you're against me on this. Maybe I didn't see the forest for the trees. I'm just sick and tired of every person with a microphone in front of him lining up and saying, oh, Justin Herbert's good, great. He's, he's God's, gift to the, God's gift to the position and everything's fine. What has told me that everything is just going to be fine? How many coaches has he been through now? So, obviously, something can't get through at all. And they go, well, Ken, it's everybody else's fault on the team. I don't know. Tom Telesco was able to get another job like that. Why? Because he's able to pick players. He went to John Carroll. He's able to pick players. He's able to pick players. He went to John Carroll, so he's probably part of the cabal, as Nick Wilson would say, the John Carroll cabal. So, he's probably able to do that. But he's he's able to pick players. So, I can't say it's not the talent around him. Can't do it like that. Like, yes, there's talent with Justin Herbert. I'm not saying there isn't talent with Justin Herbert. There's talent with a lot of these guys here. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lamar, Stroud, Watson, Tua, Herbert, Lawrence, Rogers, the guys that you can name right off the top of your head. Like, those guys all have talent. But I'm going, guys, if Jim Harbaugh goes to the Chargers and it's just another 9-8 and eight season, I'm sick and tired of hearing it. Because anytime I try to say, and this is the most frustrating part, Anytime I try to ex- assign the same things that people say for Justin Herbert to Tua or to Fields or to name them to Watson, you're just making excuses. That's all you're doing is making excuses. I mean, what has Justin Herbert proven? You, you won the playoff game. Yes, you have many as playoff wins as, as Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on all that success. And it was a one-time flash in the pan, and Brandon Staley got fired. 
Like, it, it is, you're going on your third head coach. It's time to get going, guys. That's all I'm saying. I know he has talent, but part of the reason I'm frustrated is that we started the year, all last season, is Lamar really worth the money? Is he worth the trouble? Is he worth the headache in Baltimore? Should they just trade him? Why don't any of these other teams want to trade for Lamar Jackson if he's so good? These are things that were thrown in my face. And now look at where Lamar Jackson is. Again, probably going to be a two-time MVP. But damn, you say anything about Justin Herbert, here they come. Okay. I just want to make that known for everybody out there. I'm moving on from Justin Herbert. It's, we're not doing sports talk in L.A., but I just had to get that off well, my Well, I get, but we're, we're talking about the, the quarterbacks in the AFC and where the Browns quarterback, you know, where he is right now. And it's just tough. It's tough to make a huge case for Deshaun given it how is. few games. It's hard. How it looked, the injury, now it's surgery. Like, it's... It's really hard because the the numbers have been terrible. For uh, let's be honest, I mean the Deshaun numbers have been a fraction of what they were in Houston. But you know that was a it was a Houston team that you know he was a one man show out there when when especially that final year. I mean he was a total one man show. So it's tough to compare. I don't know what to do right now with Watson. I I think probably if you were to ask all the GMs in the league, they'd probably still take Herbert over Watson. I don't know about Tua. I don't I don't I don't know if they're taking Tua over Deshaun. I am not a huge Tua believer. I, I think right I now. have to just put it I in. know early in the season he puts up video game numbers and then what happens towards the end of the year and he also does have Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He has a great system that uh that works for him very early in the year every year. And with the even with the injuries on the offensive line, they've they've for the most part ran the ball pretty effectively there. I, I don't take anything away from Mike McDaniel on that part. But I, I know going into this, and this is what's gonna make the offseason even longer. Is I, there's nothing, and there will be plenty of people, plenty of listeners who will try to who will try to load my lips. There are plenty of Deshaun Watson fans out there who go, Kenny, this is what he does in the second quarter. This is what he does in the now, third quarter, this, fourth quarter. This is they, this is something I didn't ever see. do it until until he really again had these had these very pedestrian numbers that now everybody's telling us no, he's a second half quarterback. But, but guys, I'm telling you right now, and you know I'm right. I'm I'm based in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm on the fan. If I go and I say he's as good as Allen, Burrow, Lamar, okay? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now he's a homer. It's immediately what people are going to think. So I can't sit there. And, and then if I just go and I and I find all these stats that might be true, and I will. I, I got time. I'll go look for all the stats. I'll get all the stats you can feed me. And it'll just make my case even worse because they'll go, oh, you're just digging the hole deeper. Because I don't have to do that. As much as I just got frustrated about the Justin Herbert thing, the guys who I really want Deshaun Watson to compete with, the reason why they traded three first-round picks for the guy, I don't have to do that for any of them. Like, Allen, the question with Allen is whether or not he can get past Patrick Mahomes. There's no questions with Mahomes. What's Joe Burrow's question? Can he get past Patrick Mahomes? He's actually gotten past Patrick Mahomes. There is this weird level of quarterback where there's Mahomes, and then there's guys where we're wondering if they can get, and then there's guys we don't give a chance to. And as of right now... I don't want to say this. I don't want to admit it. I wish I didn't have to. You're part of the group that I just wouldn't give a chance against Patrick Mahomes one-on-one. Even though it's not Deshaun Watson taking on Patrick Mahomes, it's the Browns' defense taking him on. But we don't see it that way. We just go dueling quarterbacks, and that's what it is. You know, maybe Stroud someday, but well, probably that's what, still real not. Quick, that's what's debilitating about the way they lost the playoff game yeah. is we would have said, had that playoff game not happened, we would have said, yeah, but Mahomes against our defense. Well, you just saw a rookie annihilate your defense, and mm-hmm. it shows you come playoff time but how how the great quarterbacks, the elite quarterbacks, there's just no stopping them. The defense is why I, I look at Aaron Rodgers and say, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is beating Mahomes. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is beating Allen. And it's because it's not because of greatness of, of each quarterback. I look at their defense and go, man, I've, I've seen some overrated defenses in my time. I'm in Cleveland. Uh, I think that's an overrated defense. You can't stop the run. You can't get off the field at the beginning of the season on third down. You use the entire season. You build up this entire season. It was basically Aaron Rodgers or nothing. There is zero leadership from the inside there with the New York Jets. Yeah, but there you're talking nothing. about a team that's not even in front of in us. In the conversation, We're talking exactly. about a team that was behind but, us. But I'm, I'm trying to use other examples, and all it turns into for a lot of other people, and I understand why, and that's what's frustrating about it, is that if you were, if Deshaun Watson were playing, if he got picked up by the Falcons and had the same season, if he got picked up by anybody at Carolina and had the same type of year, I'd be saying, you guys are making a bunch of excuses. I know me and you guys know me. So that's why I'm frustrated over here. Because everywhere I turn, I'm just in a circular room of anger of trying to figure out a way to spin out of this. And the only thing I can do is hope that he heals well. And it seems that he's on time. Of course, they would never admit he's not on time if he wasn't. But I'm going to assume he's on time. And for him to play well against all these teams. That's the only thing I can do. And I can't do any of that for another eight months. So now I have to sit here. I mean, what you're telling me is not untruthful. Bomani Jones is the first one to do it. And as the summer goes on, we'll have the Mike Sando tears that come out, and he'll probably not be there. What, Ben Solak over at the ringer, where did he have? He put him in the tier that he's worried about. Yeah. Three other quarter, three, three quarterbacks there. Deshaun Watts was one of them. Says, I'm worried. Well, I, I'm, guys, I'm going to a gunfight. I got no bullets. Well, and obviously, no in the end, it's uh, it's not really relevant what all these people say. It's it's fodder for us to talk about. I wonder what the Browns think. I wonder what Kevin Stefanski thinks 
today because clearly they are scrambling a bit when it comes to offensive coaches. And me and you, Thankfully, we're not panicking. they don't have to live in our world but, of media members where I have to have these fights with this stuff. But me and you are not panicking because, you know, when the season ended. I sound ended, pretty panicky. Well, when the season ended, we said, hey, they're, they're going to run it back. Well, they didn't. They didn't run it back. We were wondering where, where there could be hope and optimism um, offensively outside of just, hey, we're getting Watson and, and Chubb at some point off these off these surgeries. Like, I mean, man, it's, it, it, it's tough on that, but they did not run it back. They did make the moves with the coaching staff. But I, I'm kind of almost looking for the Browns fans who are Deshaun Watson fans. It's like, give me, give me something. Give me some bullets because I got nothing. Well, they'll get your receiver. You're going to get a high-priced receiver this offseason, right? Yeah, but what did I just say about Tua? What did I just say? And then, again, at the end of the year, you said it yourself, and you're not wrong. Joe Flacco, what do you do with Amari Cooper? Joe Flacco, what did he do? The 39-year-old man, he was 38 at the time, the 38-year-old man off his couch, what do you do with David Njoku and Amari Cooper? What do the Browns do with that guy? What do they do throughout the entire year? Did they go down on the first drive during scripted plays, the, the thing that Deshaun Watson doesn't clearly like, did they go down during scripted plays and, and score on, what, six of the eight games or whatever it was on the first drive? Yeah. Got a 7 nothing advantage. Yeah. Just about I, every time. I was confused. I was real confused as to a lot of the reaction I saw on that. A lot of people saying, yeah, that's you have a second-half primetime quarterback that when the when the going gets tough, it's like, yeah, but in a playoff game, if you get down early, that could be it. Like, you, you're not – you notice. You notice, like, Josh Allen needed to score the entire game with Patrick Mahomes. But – like there, the, the, this isn't a situation you need where to score a touchdown. Yeah, this yeah. isn't a situation where well he'll wake up in the second half because that's where that's where the sweet spot is for Deshaun Watson. Like well you'll lose you'll yeah. lose to a lot of playoff teams if you get down early. And like that's not acceptable. We all realize that, right? Like mm-hmm. Deshaun has to get better with the scripted but, plays. But I also to think start out the game. I didn't kill him for it though. Like there are some people who just rolled their eyes at it and like called him a bunch of names and said he was dumb. And I'm like, no, it's not that. I think that he's being honest about it. And I think that's part of the reason why they've made these changes because clearly there is a trust issue and he's not comfortable. And I can put it on the head coach because he's the head coach, but these are decisions that they're making and changes that they're making because they know they can't just run it back even though it was 11-6 and six, because you did it with Joe Flacco. And you're not going to do it with Joe Flacco next year. you got to do it with Deshaun Watson. And what my major frustration is, if I try to, if I try to put Deshaun Watson up in that pantheon, I don't have any real proof other than one half of football in November that I can really use. I can try to use the Tennessee Titans, and people are going to go, Ken, they won six games. I can't use Arizona. We all know what their record is. Who can I use? I can use Baltimore and a half. That's it. And so that makes it very difficult here. And I I don't even hate Justin Herbert. I have no hate for Justin Herbert at all. But I got to tear down quarterbacks to try to build mine up, and I got no argument against these guys. When it just comes to general, what are your thoughts of the NFL? What are your thoughts on quarterbacks in the NFL? So that's going to be a very frustrating thing because when people start to make their decisions next year about who's going to back to the playoffs, who's going to compete, you know exactly where they're going to put the Browns. And there's going to be a lot of people who probably put the Browns, maybe in a wild card spot. Yeah. There's going to be plenty of people who put the Browns outside. No one's going to pick them to win the division, though, no. right? No. And they're not going to pick them to win the AFC, and they're not going to pick them, obviously, to go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. So that's where we're at right now. That's a tough thing. That's a tough thing to see. I think maybe that tells us why they're shaking things up the way they are. Yes, very true. There's a lot of disrespect that we be we, we take when it comes to football. I don't think that they're being ignored. I think that this is kind of what comes with the Cavaliers and expectations here. 
Tim Legler and J.J. Reddick were talking on the Old Man and Three Things podcast. It just rolls off the tongue. And uh, J.J. Reddick said, what would make the Cavs? Here we are. Remember, everybody was upset with me here. See what J.J. Reddick, the former nba says. Here's what would make the Cavs a serious playoff contender. They're going to be a good regular season team. I expected that this year. For them, to me, to reach a higher ceiling in the playoffs, Evan Mobley has to shoot threes. He has to be a threat from the three-point line, especially in the playoffs. This stretch is a great example of this. Over the last 15, they are number two to the Celtics. They've made 15.7 three-pointers a game. They're number one in the NBA in three-point attempts over this 15-game stretch. Like, they're playing a completely different way. This version of the Cavs, where they're playing fast, they're shooting threes, it's more modern. Nobody on the Cleveland Cavaliers roster is Giannis, and no one's Jokic. You're talking about two of the best players in the world, arguably the two best players in the world. This version and how they're playing, I think, lends itself to more success, particularly in the regular season. And if they get Evan Mobley back, maybe it's not this year, but in the future, he's now a three-point threat around Jared Allen. Like, that's a game changer for me. That tells me that things are going to get a little worse before they get better when he comes back because they're going to force the ball to him to try to shoot threes to continue to try to develop this and nobody wants to use that word and I'm going to get I'm going to start getting the same arguments that I've gotten from people before the injury of where he fits within this basketball team cuz they want results now. And frankly, I want results now, but I also know that you have to develop a young player. Boy, they are they are right now. They are right now playing such spectacular basketball. We just had an entire show yesterday where we were trying to gauge mm-hmm. each other how excited should we be? And the Sam Merrill thing. I saw a number yesterday, Kenny. Did you know he is shooting more threes and making more threes per 36 minutes than anybody in the history of the game during this stretch other than Steph Curry in, in, in one one blip? So this is this has been amazing. I don't see any reason why the Sam Merrill stuff can't continue other than if he gets his minutes cut down. Well, I don't think they want to do that. I think they want to continue to get him minutes. And the, the Evan Mobley part of this I don't think he's – I think this year they've just – I think he's got to come to the realization that, you know, he doesn't really have that in his game, so they have to stagger the minutes. The 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 thought or that what we did last year playing Jared Allen and uh, Evan Mobley, which was a terrific formula in the regular season, I think he now got to stagger the minutes. They have to be staggered. Um, that's the only way that they are going to be able to make a playoff run mm-hmm. is, is to stagger those minutes, and then once they get – Darius Garland back, maybe stagger him and uh, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. Stagger those guys as much mm-hmm. as you can. Obviously, at the end of games, you're going to be playing your best players, and you're going to be playing uh, whoever's hot. And that includes, by the way, if Max Struess is not shooting well, I'm benching him. I'm benching him at the end of big games, and I'm, I have no problem playing Sam Merrill. I have no no problem with that. I know some people are wondering, well, is well, he going to do, do this enough? So who's a better option shooting the basketball? than that guy right now. I mean, I think I think a lot of NBA teams would be envious of what you have with them. I just think they're going to have to get really creative. I think they're going to have to set egos aside. And that's not to say there have been massive egos with this team. They've been young. But I don't need, I don't need like Evan Mobley to have to get up a certain amount of shots or anything like that to warrant his draft pick or a potential max extension. I'm not worried about any of that. If I'm J.B. Bickerstaff, who has been fantastic, and he might be the next coach of the year in Cleveland. It seems like we grow these on trees. Mm. Apparently, it's a regular season. Even though award. he's still thirty-three to one to be the next coach fired. I, I know. I did see that. Um, I think they've got to get really creative once they get guys back healthy. And 
Uh, try to play like this as best they can. It's going to come down. They're not going to continue to shoot this many threes once, once Mobley comes back, obviously. But there is something very interesting that they've tapped into, and no one's talking about just how dominant defensively they've been again. And Number they've done two. all that with Evan Mobley at the five. Uh, excuse me, with uh, with Jared Allen at the yeah. five. Two one six four seven four double ninety two. We'll go around the we'll go around the NFL playoffs coming up at eight o'clock. Up next, we got people in here. We'll try to get you in. And I've been holding this in for FML. I've been getting harassed for three days. I have to bring it to the table. It's coming up next on the fan. this in for three days for FML and I decided that today was the right time to do it because it, I'm still getting harassed. Now, I know the Marble Mouth of Crawford County likes to bother me as much as he possibly can. I, I think that he feels like I'm the puppet on his strings and for a lot of reasons, he's right. I didn't go to Lima's. Lima had a diaper party on Saturday. Maybe I don't, just don't like the word. I didn't like saying it. I didn't like bringing it up. You, you had it at a bar in uh, the, the Greater Bay Village area. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't go. And first off, my wife didn't believe him because it was kind of slapped together at this bar. My wife didn't believe that we were actually, she thought that there would be invitations to this thing and that you had forgotten to invite me. And she did not believe you that this was a haphazard week of thing. And she goes, oh, he just forgot to invite you. And that's why. That's no, what why happened was the, the Browns lost. And once the Browns mm-hmm. lost, because I couldn't plan anything because we had no idea when the Browns were going to play. Exactly. Like even the wild card game. When did we find out what time the wild card game was? It was Sunday night. It was Sunday night. Yep. So the problem with scheduling anything this time of year, especially if you have a team that is hoping to do anything in the playoffs, is you gotta you gotta wait. There's no way to be able to plan anything. And I said, I can't I got people coming in on Saturday, and I did. And my godson was coming in and his parents, and and I said, Well, that and I'm an hour away. I'm forty four minutes away from Tone's house. And he said Hey, you know what? That's not a big deal. I, I there were people who Ubered from the east side to the west side. I go, how far is too far? Do I get an excuse over these matters because I'm 44 minutes away from your house? Yeah, you well, live in I Bay just, Village. I live in Streetsburg. Yeah, I just figured you weren't going to be able to to come because of the distance. I mean, you are on the far east side. Yeah, I'm on the west side, and it just there's no quick way to get there. Like, how is it? Are there people who? Because it's become more spread out. There's plenty of people, you brought this up, there's plenty of people who are living in the burbs way outside. They're pushing past the burbs. Lorraine (laughs) County has grown. Medina County has grown. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I live in Portage County, northwest corner. Yeah, northwest corner of Portage County. It's all grown. It's not as condensed as it was. It was like, all right, Cleveland Heights to Westlake can be a bit of a hike. Nah, it's not really like that anymore. Like, it's all over that place. And there's really, even though it's highways, it's kind of a kind of a pain in my ass to get to your house in a lot of ways I gotta it's not just off 480 and that's what it is I gotta go north and I gotta go west and all the other things and I hit all the the ramps then I gotta get off and go around because there's no good way to get around Bay Village it seems for you for me when I go over there and I go do I just get out of all this stuff but I go I gotta see her I've I've never actually been physically in the same room with this Meister Jones and he went out of his way to make me feel bad about all this wait I he did? went no the Marble Mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he I mean he was one town over and it was easy for him to come. So are there other people who are yeah, I'm like, I don't live five minutes away from him like you do. 
So what's I did not realize. What's far? Yeah, I did not realize. I've always known, like you know, East Side West Side divide. Like when I worked at a golf course on the East Side, I was like, what are these West Side golf courses? Like, <laughs> where is this new city that I could traverse to and get in the get in the wagon and head on over and hope I don't die of some medieval disease? The the difference the difference between when I was young, where everybody graduated from a high school on one side of the city and you stayed, I think that's going out the window. Now you just you there's plenty of people dispersed all over the place. Like I know a bunch of people that graduated on the east side, now they live on the west side. So that that's more of a pronounced difference. And I, I learned, I mean, especially now having having a kid, people told me, Oh, you're only gonna hang out with people that that live within ten minutes of you. And that is truly becoming the case. It is definitely changing. It is just a big undertaking. And then I always think it's like, I'm not going over there. Lime and I, if we ever get together, we're getting drinks. It just goes with it. We could be going to church and we're going to be getting yeah. drinks. Yeah, at church. We'll, so, we'll bring in the flask. And I'm not going to drive home, obviously, from Bay Village or from anywhere. And I'm like, all right, that's an Uber. Do I want, How much is the Uber now? Oh, that's, and it's not where I'm not. That is going to be an expensive Uber. And it's not where, again, I'm not r- driving from northern east side suburb to northern west side suburb. I'm going to Streetsboro. I mean, that's kind of out of the way. And then immediately he comes after me and goes, well, you're the one who moved to western Pennsylvania. I go, I didn't move to western Pennsylvania. I live in northeast Ohio. Kiss my ass. I think he's just a- been busting my stuff. So, are there people uh, yeah. out there who live in Westlake and they're like, yeah, you know what? We moved to Westlake and my family's in Menor and <laughs> once a year. Bye-bye. Like, is it like that for yeah, a lot of I people? I don't think people fully realize, like, when you think of, you know, a Midwestern city that's not Chicago, you're thinking, oh, you get everywhere in 20 minutes. Like, in Columbus, every, everything is 15, 20 minutes in Columbus, almost no matter where you are. I don't think people fully appreciate or recognize that Cleveland can be very spread out yes. from one corner to the other. And, you know, you, you think about these cities, you're like, oh, a commute should never be that long, but... You know, it can be. It absolutely can be. Kayla, you live in North Royalton. Parma. Oh, you live in Parma. Which is huge. And okay. just to like, you know, add to your guys' conversation, one end of cor- of the corner where I'm at, if I go diagonally to the other corner, it's like 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> well, you're I'm just Parma. Parma. Well, you're like yeah. split right in the middle of things. Like Parma is like south, right? Yeah. You're like split right in the middle of things. So is there like... Hey, I'll, I'll go. Like, if you have a friend who lives in Ridgeville, it's like I might go there, but I ain't going all the way to Leary. Like, does it work like that for you? Since you're, I in don't the know. Middle? I don't know if you want me to weigh in on this because I'll I'll go very out of my way for people I care about. So you're trying to make me feel yeah, bad? That no, this. that no, almost seems like no. that seems turning. You no. told me I do. I don't want you to tell your opinion on this because you are going to make me feel bad. That's why you said that. Did you give him anything afterwards? No, I didn't give him anything afterwards. He, he sprung this on me four days ahead of time. Yeah, and really, it was just, I mean, to be fair, it was really an excuse to see my friends. That's, oh, well, that's, that's why I, I, I did it. We didn't think we were going to have it at well, all. As long as he's not upset, then what does it matter? He, oh, I'm not upset at he's all. Not, yeah. but I'm also, so then who cares what other people pa- say? This is the most passive-aggressive man in Cleveland. I don't know <laughs> so if he's actually upset or not. he could be deeply hurt yes. no, I never you, tell you. I, I think the assumption all along was it was just going to be brutally hard. Like, maybe if I would have had it downtown, then that would have been a way. But I was nervous about being too far away from Sarah in case, you know, the baby comes. So this is basically how it is. Is that now you, it's like a nuclear football, and you can't be too far away from I, her. I think, especially over the. I've I've already been sidelined. I think for this weekend. Oh my god, in heaven! 
I don't think I'm allowed to do anything. What, so Keith was there. I now think the in-laws. The in-laws kind of guilted me, too. They're like, uh, how are you going to drive her to the hospital if you're liquored up? Really? They pulled that on you? Yeah. Were they uh, there as well? So I don't even think I could drink. Uh, the father-in-law, yeah, Bernie. So Bernie he showed could, up. He could have driven. That's true. Well, no. If he, I mean, if he's having if he's having pops, then I guess mother-in-law, dear mother, drives. What's Mumsy doing? <laughs> she was not there. It was all dudes. All dudes for the party. Was Jim there? Yeah. But he Ubered. He Ubered from Shaker. Yeah, I was about to say, Jim lives in Shaker Heights. That's still like a 50-minute drive. For, eh, 40. You guys are missing 40. Should I feel bad that I missed it? I, Kayla says yes. She I just doesn't want to no. tell me. I didn't want you to feel bad at all. I feel I feel bad that I can't get out to see you guys. You guys have invited us over. Um, I send you houses in the neighborhood that are for sale. I know. You have. Uh, some of them have been very nice. I'm like, man, Kenny's done well for himself. This is on Kenny Street? No, they they fix them up Holy and then they God. sell them on my street. That's the way it is. I got in before the getting was good. <laughs> and obviously, you know, I'm trash, so I'm not going to fix my house. So that's just the way it goes. All right. Plenty of people are saying right now, I'm being told I should feel bad. I don't think so. I don't, I honestly, I honestly don't. I mean, Sarah, Sarah was like, well, there's no way Ken can come. I said, no. And he's got, he's got friends in from out of town. Ah, that's all right. Should we ask these guys coming up? Yeah. I mean, the Cleveland Metroplex apparently takes an hour to get from one point of the city to the other. Eight o'clock coming up next. We go around the NFL playoffs. Cam Justice is going to join us at nine. Cam Justice. We will ask Cam. I've got to ask Cam Justice that question at nine. Amongst the conversations she had. (laughs) We got to play the theme. Should I ask him with Stump Mitchell? Ken's going to do the gator. I just can't believe you did that out of nowhere. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, she was at my diaper party, by the way. <laughs> Cam Justice and I, we go around the NFL championship games next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 